You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. The 2021 elections will be held on the 4th of December, but pre-polling will commence this Monday, the 22nd of November. So now is the time to meet the candidates and hear their positions on the issues affecting our local government area. Kaima Community Radio, in conjunction with the Kaima Central Precinct Committee and The Bugle, brings you a series of unedited interviews with the lead candidate of each of the seven tickets running for election. The questions were sent to the candidates in advance and their answers were timed. The interviewer is Mark Greaves, Chairman of the Kaima Central Precinct Committee, and the recording is by Diana McLaren. I'm with Councillor Cathy Rice. Uh, good afternoon, Cathy. Uh, and we would like to ask you some questions about the, up- the upcoming campaign. So, first of all, could you tell us about yourself and some background of your involvement in the Kayama community and why you are standing for election as our representative of Council? Certainly. To keep time on each question and not miss important points, I'll read my prepared answers throughout this interview. I'm Cathy Rice, lead candidate on the Kaima Greens ticket. I've lived in Kaima for 25 years and brought up my two sons here. I've always been interested in health and throughout my career, this interest has guided me from medical research through to community health, community development and most recently public health. I understand that communities work best when residents help to support the organisations that provide opportunities for them or their families. Consequently, once we moved to Kaima, I volunteered on committees for playgroup, little athletics, community garden and council. My husband helped with the coaching of soccer and Australian rules football teams. I was a science teacher at Kaima High School between 2007 and 2019. I was first elected to council in 2012 I am known to be an effective councillor who has taken time to understand the community and its context through my membership of multiple council and regional committees. I have completed the UTS Executive Certificate for Local Members course and graduated from the Australian Institute of Company Directors. As a councillor, I value the opportunities I have to represent the views of the community. I think it's important that a newly elected council can understand the community basis and history to some of council's actions or inactions over previous years. Kaima Council has experienced a total change of executive staff over the past three years. One of the reasons I'm standing for re-election is to provide corporate knowledge to what may well be a substantially new council. I will willingly share my accumulated knowledge yet in several ways not be seeking more of the same because the past five years have proved to be a significant learning experience. If re-elected, I'll continue advocating for environmental sustainability, housing affordability and quality urban design. I will enjoy working with the community to create a community-wide response to climate change. My overarching interest in public health will lead me to support projects that provide opportunities for people to connect in social, cultural and sporting activities and projects that involve community self-determination. 
We are custodians of a very special place and together, as a community, we can make it work for all of us. Good, thanks Cathy. One of the biggest issues for the Kiama local government area is the tension between urban development and economic growth versus preservation of green space and the character and heritage of Kiama. Where do you think the balance should be struck on this issue? An interesting question. The question of balance also needs to be a community opinion and not just that of a prospective councillor. But I think that the balance has swung in favour of economic growth over the past council term, particularly towards assets that serve the tourist industry. Members of the community who receive no employment from tourism increasingly comment on feeling left out. I think that many in the community would benefit from Kiama Council diversifying its focus away from the town centre and reviewing its urban areas. I will propose that Kiama's work on local character is expanded over the following years to provide improved amenity and sense of place in the urban areas where most Kiama residents live. Kiama's economic development strategy proposes that existing industries in Kiama will continue to grow with their efficiency improved through advances in technology. Kiama's NBN capacity is still a drawcard and preserving an increasing office space is something that Council needs to remain focused on. There is also good potential for diversifying agricultural uses in the years ahead. Focusing for a while on these aspects of Kiama's economy can provide needed economic growth and reduce the residents' perception that they are being pushed aside. Urban development brings in more rates and increases council's potential to respond to community desires, but it doesn't all have to be greenfields. We all know the situation at present, all bar one of the greenfield sites we have could end up being de developed concurrently. Kiama Green's position is to protect agricultural land as far as possible and create slower greenfield expansion by enabling a mix of new housing to develop through increasing density in well-serviced areas and repurposed areas such as Bombo Quarry, in addition to systematic greenfield release. An increase in density can come at a cost to character, environment and heritage. Greens have been strong in advocating for greater recognition of heritage values when assessing future development. I played a valuable role in progressing beyond just the talk of a civic heritage precinct and I also initiated the requirement for heritage consideration when applications for demolition of buildings over 50 years old are determined by Council. I think I've said enough over the years about the need to protect our environment. Once natural and heritage assets are gone, they're gone. We need to plan to protect them. Thanks, Cathy. What are the two issues that you would address as a priority if you were to be elected? Well, considering Kiama's current budget and the way Council's operations are scheduled, any priorities I have couldn't get acted on until next financial year and then only if most councillors agree they are priorities. I'm pleased that Council's financial position is being considered by community experts and because we're not real flush, my priority is to extract the most value from the work already budgeted for and lobby for elements of this work to continue into the next financial year. I am currently awaiting reports that reflect some of my interest. Comparison of community and tourism grants, 
development of scenic management guidelines and development of a community response commitment. The information in these reports will help determine parameters for future action. In October, Council's strategic planning works program for the remainder of this financial year was outlined. These works extend from the local strategic planning statement and thus have already been stated as important by the community. All of these projects interest me and my priority here is to use all avenues available to inform and help the community shape their outcomes. Initially, I want to ensure that we get the most we can from the housing strategy. Location of housing, types of housing and affordability are up for discussion. I urge you to complete the first phase of this, the community survey that has just opened on the Your Say tab of Council's website. Register for updates from that page to be informed of the community workshop. Also this financial year, two other strategic planning projects will use surveys and be informed by community workshop. These are the Employment Lands Strategy and the Urban Character Studies. Together, these studies will shape Kiama's development and help to maintain Kiama's tradition and urban appeal. Please look at the Your Say tab of the Council website regularly and register for updates as they become available. There is the Vegetation Study and the Heritage Review Program also occurring throughout this time. These important projects will rely on consultants and a small reference group rather than broad community consultation but they will both have an exhibition period before their formal adoption by Council early in the new Council term. My priority is to inform the community about all opportunities to participate because there is a lot that rests on the outcome of these projects. Please keep an eye on the Council website. You can read the Kiama Greens policies on all of these matters on the Kiama Greens website. Okay. Thanks, Kathy. <coughs> Kaima residents would like to see better engagement and communication between council and the community. How would you improve the transparency of council's actions and engage the community more effectively? Again on budget, an already budgeted priority that I can enact is to ensure that Kaima's next community strategic plan is the closest possible reflection of the way our community wants Kaima to progress. Immediately the new council is inducted, I will ask that additional methods of reaching the community are used in the community strategic plan consultation. I would like to see the full functionality of council's website utilised, with polls, surveys and video input supplementing the usual in-person workshops. Then, all opportunities to participate need to be promoted, promoted and promoted. I think that the process towards increased transparency of Council has begun with the goodwill of the CEO, but it is a process that will need nurturing by councillors to establish the change that they and the community have been calling for. Another aspect of transparency that I'm taking interest in is the content of Council reports, with many of these now in the process of being standardised. The content of these reports is community information and it should be presented in an unbiased and comprehensive manner. Councillors are required by law to make considered and well-informed decisions. Throughout the standardisation process, there will be value in councillors and the community scrutinising these reports 
for balance in the information they provide. I appreciate the commitment of precinct groups in informing the community about council matters and bringing community matters to council. I would like to see the Northern Precinct reinvigorated and I would also like there to be a documented process established for assimilation and response to precinct group's recommendations. Although it is taking time, Council's forthcoming Community Response Commitment will help both groups and individuals to engage with Council. I believe that certain Council committees would benefit from greater representation of the general community and when they reform in the new Council term, their membership requirements could be reviewed. It's hard to predict all vested interests, but some committees seem unable to represent the general community viewpoint. Another idea I'm keen to investigate is to identify further opportunities for residents to manage community assets in the form of Section 355 committees, such as the Jamboree Youth Hall Committee. This is widespread in New Zealand and it gives local communities more autonomy over the community assets in their villages. Thanks, Cathy. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to bring up to tell us more about or any other issues that you'd like to raise? Something that's certain, yeah, I, I've got one that comes immediately to mind, is something that is certain to continue coming up in this election campaign is the message that there is no place for political parties in local government. One of the advantages of being a member of a political party, with myself as Kaima Greens, is that their actions over the years are well known. Kaima Greens have been represented in Kaima for 30 years and people know what we stand for. There is a lot of history there reflected in the website that people can go to. Our policies are clearly determined and you can look back on the decisions we've made to know that we make decisions in the best interest of the general community. I don't know why that push has come, but I think that I'd ask people to be careful if you're voting for someone who is against political parties to determine where they really are coming from because everybody has their own leanings whether or not they declare it by saying who they are most closely aligned with. So that's, that's a major thing that comes to mind about the campaign. Um, otherwise, I think that it, I'm happy with the way that it's going. I think that there are some good candidates around and there is the potential for there to be a very forward-thinking council established after the election. Okay. Thank, thanks, Cathy, for, for your input there and good luck with the upcoming election. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Kiama Community Radio. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kiama Community Radio.